Hello and welcome to the Urban Underachiever radio program. My name is Brandon Walker. I'm here tonight as usual, as per usual, with my friends <laughs> Stephanie Casey nice. and Brent Dawson. That's me and Hi. We've had, we've had uh, complaints about Brent overmodulating, so he's now going to whisper the entire episode. I can't seem to get it fucking right. Nobody can hear you when you do that. It takes uh, takes work and practice. Don't don't be down. <laughs> so we uh, we get it. speaking. Fortunately, requires. it's been kind of a, a slow news week. There's not a whole lot going on. Well, oh, I'm sure the Oscars is. are tonight, and, yeah. and we'll go watch those. In uh, a newsworthy event, that is. It is. It, well, it's newsworthy this year in that there's ten nominations for Best Picture, which. Is the re- weird. The reasoning for that is pretty obvious because the industry needed more exposure right. for twice as many films. Yes. Uh, strangely enough, I'd say most of the top ten are really they're good. Um, mm. I loved I love seeing District Nine in the top ten. Oh, I, I really want to see that. Glorious Bastards in the top ten. Avatar will probably win either Best Director or maybe Best Picture. It better not win Best Picture because it's not. If, uh, if it's best you know what? animation I'm, I'm, of all time. I know, but. There's, I think, I think it's uh, there's a lot of Avatar hate out there. That's no, no, unnecessary. no. It's just not. I mean, it's obvious where all the attention and money went in that film. Uh, the, the acting was there. There's uh, Sigourney Weaver is awesome. Sam Worthington's yeah. awesome. Everybody's awesome. The directing. But I mean, there's was laughable lines that are just so cliche and stupid. It don't. I mean, his movies aren't usually that bad as far as the story and dialogue goes. You know, I mean, it was like. You know, there's some like laughing, laugh at it things. I just prefer actual acting. <laughs> right. They, they did actual <laughs> acting. That's the whole point. That's why it's revolutionary because they were actually acting. They you can see it in their faces. I thought there'd be some 3D in front of a green screen too. With like they were floating going, out in front that, of me. That's and stuff. the whole point. Is it was very, very subtle. Like in the, at the beginning of the movie, they start with a tear that's blurry. And then the tear comes into focus and his face goes out of focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And things like that. It was all that technology stuff that Lots he was basically inventing. And yeah. that's where his attention went, which is fine. And that stuff's cool. But I agree. I don't really like CG personally. And it was it was all right. It was just, you know, it had taken from very familiar things that I'd already seen before and stuff. Anybody that, that has hate for Avatar, I say, <laughs> okay, well, then what? which of those other top ten would you think would be the best best film? I honestly Hurt didn't Locker. see enough of them to Hurt judge. Lo- a lot of people like I love Hurt Locker. I, thought I, don't, that was I don't think it should better win. Better than most story. movies these days, but still not great. I thought Precious was an excellent story and Precious was shot nice. film. That might be. And acted and written. Education she, was awesome. I would. I haven't seen that, but that's on my list too. I really want to see the Sandra Bullock one too. I'm kind of a sucker the, the for like side. a, yeah. I have intentionally not watched it. Me too. And I feel kind of bad really about the fact that it. I've made fun, so much fun of it. Because it seems like a, just another sports movie, but it's probably Oh, no. Not, I think know. it's more of a, you know, family, a, co- upbeat comedy for the times. Which is fine. I mean, it just seems to me, I haven't seen it, so I can't comment. But it came across <laughs> to me through the marketing as just another formulaic. Because that's how they get people to the movie, movie theater, yeah. buy tickets mm-hmm. to it. Um, and Sandra Bullock was in it, so... Yeah, she's good sometimes. She also won. She won. She won a, the worst. The Razzie. Yeah, she yeah. won today yeah. for the worst one for I don't remember even even what that was. But today we're it's not like talking about movies, are we? Thing, right? We're talking about deep deep stuff. So right. what what kind of sparked this idea of giving Brent sort of his <laughs> uh, his time to to explain his have the floor to have the floor? That's a good way to put it, Stephanie. Was Thank last you, week Brandon. when. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie I just said want time about, to defend my floor. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was a line. That Stephanie said last week at the very end, where, where she said something along the lines of, "But what was it? Something like everything needs a leader, or I just some, listened no, to it, she I said. Remember. I think the exact quote was, somebody needs to be in charge.' And Brent's retort was, "No, nobody needs to be in charge.' 
And I roll my eyes, and then and we the music comes on. And then the music comes <laughs> on, and we, and we have to close out. So uh, we announced at the end of last week's episode that this week we're going to kind of give Brent the floor to explain his sociopolitical philosophy and uh, allow us to ask a few questions, which I've given Brent a couple of questions ahead of time. Stephanie likes to kind of shoot from the hip on questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, I think I'm just going to hand it off to Brent, and I'm going to start off with the question of, what is, would you be, would you, would you would you think it would suffice to call your philosophy anarchy or is there something better that you would like to call it besides that? Because from what I understand, that's basically what it is, is an idea of, of anarchy as a social political force, as a, a way of life. Maybe you could define it better or give it a better title and then define your um, title. Well, anarchism is too broad. I mean, that's a... Uh, there's lots of schools of thought that fall under that heading. Certainly, um, my philosophy has some of that in it. Um, I probably more appropriate term would be libertarian socialism um, or libertarian left. Or social libertarianism, uh, yeah. or is it libertarian socialism? Either way, <laughs> there's a very, I, know, I, I know there's libertarians out there going, no, 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 it's not libertarian socialism; it's oh, social God. libertarianism because that's that's different. Yeah, um, it's true libertarianism. Oh, okay. Where, As where, opposed to Ron Paul libertarianism, which yeah, we talked about last uh, week. Still, uh, it's libertarian to a point, um, but they still want a fairly large government system in place um which uh, i think uh anyone who aligns themselves with with actual libertarianism wants as little involvement from governing uh at least centralized governing um forces so so do you think it's ironic or, or kind of counterintuitive that a libertarian would even run for office if their philosophy has to do with hmm no government or less government yet they're stepping into that position of authority in in themselves ron paul's running for has run for president and will run for president again which is a, an established leadership role well li- the libertarian party in this country is gaining traction and for decent reasons they're still pretty conservative reasons i mean they 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 paint it with a conservative brush that's somewhere more towards the middle than say the teabaggers but it's still a, a right – it's to the right of this political spectrum. Um, That's they, pretty cool. He's just dedicating his life basically to growing that group of people as a party as a valid like alternative. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's what he right. claims. I mean, yeah, I mean, to me it seems kind of, like I said, counterintuitive to think of somebody that's so anti-government running for a position in government where he can't just dissolve the government. I mean, as president, there are rules step, to follow. And it's a, you know, okay, it's a great first step yeah. because I'm just saying, even if you don't agree with what they're saying, you can agree. Like it might be better to have a few more other, you know, other ideas out there bouncing around. Yeah. Well, basically my sense of libertarianism is that there's no, uh, economic monopolies. Uh, there is, uh, it comes from, it's not really a system in, in and of itself. It's more of a principle that can be applied to a system, um, which has come about through um, investigation over a long period of time, looking at existing governments as as they are and finding what's 
flawed about them and then trying to plug into something that might work better. Okay. And what do you think should, like, do you want to give an outline of your basic overall ideal? <laughs> That's a pretty broad freaking question. Well, I mean, without going like um, just just initially, like okay, what's the gist, and then touch on yeah, you know your, what they how call you your, ele- your elevator works. speech. If somebody says, okay, what what's your political ideology? Yeah, like your you know three sentence of or four maybe, Brent. <laughs> three sentences. It can't. It's too complex for that. Um, basically, there is no. Um, it's not against leadership. It's not against government, per se. It's against uh, authorities that can't legitimize themselves. So the authorities w- or the... Meaning what? What do you mean by that? Like a defense department um, that we have right now. It's not legitimate. Why do we have it? It, it does, it's not even in the interests of defense. It's well, an aggressive theory, department. The people we voted into office like decide, okay, this is how much money we're allotting for these reasons, and we trust that they're doing that and on our behalf. It's not trust. illegal to do that. It's yeah. based on the laws that have been set in place. It's it's legal for us to have a standing army as a country defined by the Constitution. Well, here's the difference. I would like for a political... The way that government exists right now, it's only in a political arena. There is no voice in the economic arena. That I would like to have a voice in the economic arena. Um, so within a libertarian kind of mindset, uh, organic units such as the workplace is a natural place to have kind of a structure where voting can take place, where decisions can be made. Um, l- work councils uh, can be established um where the act the people who are elected actually participate in the work that's going on in the particular community the neighborhood is a natural organic unit that can have elected well, in theory that's how ours is supposed to work in but theory. no it's not in theory not even in theory well, is that, I think how that it works. when you do start small i mean you do have to be there and you know i mean most i think a bulk or or a good portion at least of elected officials i mean they they have to go out in the community. How many they have elected officials actually live in the states even well, once that you they get were really elected high up, from? It's just a, a money and a job. But when exactly. you start at the bottom, you pretty much... And where's the bottom? Like city council or something. Or <laughs> school board supervisor. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mayor of Wasilla, Alaska. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean... And how many of the school board actually work in the school district? I have absolutely no idea. Exactly. Um, well, I don't have kids in school, so I don't really care. I mean, I, you know, like as yeah. much as say you do. None of them work as in the school district. Um, look for information. Are you saying that the government, <laughs> your, your issue is that the government is not representative of me, of you. They're representative of the elite. But you can go okay. and get in the government if you want to. You could go be on the school board. Right. If you, I had yeah, a zillion dollars, could. I could go into government if I wanted to. Well, do you need a zillion dollars to run for the school board? Uh, no, I don't. You could run for city council. Anybody could run for city council. Right. And a lot but of if I want to have any council. impact um, f- economically, I have to uh, have a bunch of money. And Well, but if you start small and do awesome things and people get behind you and then you get uh, moved one up person from that reputation, that. I don't know, Barack Obama? Really? Well, look, well, let's, let's, I, I like this idea of city council because in Dallas, the city council of Dallas has an amazing amount of power. They decide who builds here. Right. They, they mm-hmm. run the school district. They run everything. And these are people that 
in a lot of uh, what's her name, Eddie, Edie Bird, Bernice Johnson, and people like that. These are people that have just kind of come up from the neighborhoods and haven't established themselves as law. Okay, let me put it like to that. you this way: out of the population that's in prison, how uh, who do you say would be the biggest representatives there? Are you talking about huh? ethnically? ethnically economically yeah 80% poor black yeah yeah it's it's it, it tends to be lower economic why do you think situations that situations that are in in prison why do you think that is i'll tell you this that the crime rate has not risen significantly in the last 50 years oh i agree totally totally but the number but of people in the number prison of people has, in of course, prison has and the p- number of those people are poor uh most of them are african american or minorities mm-hmm. But anybody who's poor, basically. And why is that? Why are we filling our prisons with them? Because they're not represented. No, because they're not adding to the market. This is a superfluous... Well, they only suck. They don't this, give. Um, well... Unfortunately, no, it's a problem. I mean, there's not much opportunity for it. I know, no, I know that. But I'm just where saying, the opportunity is is in prison, saying, yeah. where the government can control what the hell they do. They can get cheap labor. Well, they just they to can deal get, with them causing trouble on the streets. I don't I, even. I think, think it's we could all agree them. on the problem. Obviously, that's a problem. Yeah, the problem I mean, is of, of uh, unequal economic representation in government. Obviously, but I guess I'd like to direct this more to a reasonable solution as to. A philosophy that's different from our current philosophy, which is based on the Constitution. Well, hang on, hang on. It's not that much different because okay. if you remember when this country was founded, it was founded on the Articles of Confederation, which is very similar to what I'm talking about. In what way? And, uh, because it was essentially the states were fairly small. It's not exactly what I'm talking about, but it's it's similar. Um, each state was represented equally um, under the Articles of Confederation. It was before capitalism, so um, that's not an issue. Uh, the economy is basically agrarian, which is essentially more of a socialist kind of economy anyway. So it did exist in this country, and that's the way this country was founded in the first place. So what, what I'm having a hard time with is the difference between anarchy versus socialism, because what you're talking about sounds more like socialism. It sounds more like... Except, Everybody gets a voice. and Yeah, but there is no central management. Okay. It's built from the bottom up, not the top down. Um, building it from the bottom up ensures that my voice is going to be heard through the worker councils, through the assemblies that go above that, whatever, um, uh, up to a federal level if need be. But people... Um, Think different things and want to live different ways, and so there's going to clash. And there's room for that. Off into groups and stuff. Yeah, but what if they directly we've, clash? We've had like this conversation. I mean, there's one lake that the the five factions need to draw from, and pretty much everyone wants as much of the you know lake access as they need for their water and fish and whatnot. And so you know, I mean, they got to duke it out a little bit or come to you know they're not just going to say okay, let's all just share equally, even though we hate you because you're gay or whatever, you know. I think the, the right, what most not, people would say the benefit of having a common law or a rule of law is like that, so that everybody can refer to the same document right. or the same set of laws. And has to obey the same basic standard Who's rules. saying that that won't happen? Because well, it just won't. Like, that's what, okay, the best question actually just you won't. sent was any historical or in nature example of not having an alpha. Okay, who's the leader of the beaver clan? I don't know about beavers. Oh. <laughs> but look, you look up at the Who's sky. Who's head goose? 
the goose in the front, the one that's leading all totally. the other geese. No, 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 no. Because the head goose flies for a while and then falls back to the back, and the next then goose the second in up. charge comes nice. in. Right. right. So but there's nobody in charge. It's a shared opportunity for the goose. Yeah, but not all Wait, the so geese like, get a chance at the yeah, they do. No, they if they don't have enough food and there's only so much that geese that goose breaks it up into equal little pieces and make sure each other goose gets its piece all right hold on. that goose eats first yes that's he what sure happens. does as they much get as down he there wants and, everybody, all the other and then his ladies the and kids do and then the next alphas or gorillas right, or hang bees on. or anything else you, <laughs> you got what you guys are talking there's a subtle difference here i'm not saying that there can't be reasonable leadership okay, so if you're not talking it's about legitimate when we say anarchy we're thinking of like oh, i'm not yeah, talking I'm about an anarchist the, like Teenager wearing fatigues with a nose ring and a bringing his lunch with a awesome. chain in between. Dude who could jerk off just ideas. talking too much. I'm talking about uh, there is some organization to it, but they're organic um, units. Just like a herd of geese, they don't go outside of that to find someone to run it or find some system to run it. It's a natural order. Um I would suggest that every government that exists today uh, doesn't exist without exploiting its people on some level. Okay. But here's the problem. Okay. So that person that's in that position is going to be the richest or the funniest or the most handsome for breeding with or whatever. And they're going to get treated special. And then they're going to start to act special. And then they're going to think they're special. Well, here's my my response to that is that I don't think that – participating in government should be a full-time job i think it should be part-time and i think it should rotate if, well that's what elections are for that's done? that's what we do we elect really based i on... get heard in washington well in theory you get heard just as in much theory as... but not in practicality in practicality but, but your vo- your vote counts just as much as stephanie's or my neighbor no or my else. vote does not count just as much as anybody else's my vote doesn't count as much as halliburton's my vote does not account uh, count as much as the ceo of westinghouse because you're not making tv advertisements is that what you're saying that you're not no, that i'm not funding a lobby that can have major influence but on the uh, but the, the further down you go on the local level, like absolutely any one of us in this three in this room could be on the Dallas City Council if we wanted to. We well, could. I guess only Stephanie and I, since we only li- we live in Dallas County, you live elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but we could, and it really wouldn't take a lot of money to do that. And from there, we can continue to build a base and literally jumping. work and our way up. And then you start getting free press, press and exposure from doing that, and you can. Grow and the your- more you work up, the more you're going to be seduced by. No, but also living that life. I just, I think that it is human nature and I've seen it in lots of different situations, you know, that when you get to a certain point, then you think this is my standard of life and I I don't need to get that another Mercedes, but you know, I do want to have my, you know, whatever, whatever. And so you're not going to say, okay, I'm going to live at the bare minimum and give the rest away to my community. You know, like people like as they get up and get into those situations, like that's how they want their life to be. And I think that no matter what, where they start from, most people, that just happens, you know? And so that will always happen. Even if okay, you Okay, what fresh. about the Spanish Revolution? It didn't just happen there. What do you mean? There was 40 years of building a participatory kind of government and economy there where nobody overthrew anybody. And then what happened? Huh? Outside forces eventually waged war on them and then they lost. Hmm, I didn't that all, know there that, was a Spanish utopia. No, that, that all, well, Not a utopia. What I would argue, Brent, is that that's what always has happened historically. Anytime a group has tried to come up to, to live in this sort of 
anarchist utopian well every society it, it every it empire has fallen every empire Even those has fallen communes you know where artists go and they're it's like you know they went and they lived there with their friends and they did everything in the community you know and blah 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 like eventually that just totally destructs for all the reasons that we're saying even when you take that on a very microcosmic level because of people are people. corrupt and people have evil desires and in once their you heart, get that like that's sort just, of just what we do keep wanting it we we're, we're just basically evil, is what you're saying. We're animals. No, we're no, animals. I don't, I'm we're not animals. saying we're basically right. evil. Now, now we're getting somewhere. Just we're fucking yelling. animals, and there is a natural order, and there's a natural law, so why the hell would we need a government in the first place? For the same reason so why the flock of geese... So killing need, left and right. The same reason why there's a natural order to a flock of, of geese, or gorillas, or wolves. What's the natural order to geese? They know the strongest, the most, the most virile, virile, the one with the best genes gets to be the leader. And that's how they do it. And the, re- the way they figured out is they get the other two that they fight against each other. Look at rams. Really? Rams get out there. How they, many they goose fight wars have you seen? Seals. <laughs> well, maybe goose or goose are obvious because they fly in a V. And how many one beaver wars have you seen? Okay, beavers are beavers not a good example. Geese. Okay, fine. Okay, Four animals no, you guys out of said thousands. That that's just the way it is among every kind of living okay, animal. Ninety nine percent. Ninety nine percent. And we're but, included. all right. Let me ask we're you included. this: What source do stars revolve around? Huh? If we're talking about natural orders and Those everything has something that it has we're to revolve around animals. We're okay, animals. well, no, but the planets revolve around stars. I mean, it's, and the bigger star will kill the little star. And galaxies <laughs> revolve around each other, and it, it's all. What, nature the abhor- big star okay. actually sucks the little star a in natural and explodes concept. it and grows itself. Nature abhors a vacuum. That's that's that means that there has to be something in control. There has to be some kind of a leadership. Something natural. Okay. Like our brain yeah, controls our body. Yeah, but the natural is going to be the person that can beat you up. What's natural about if exploiting natural. our citizens? Yeah. Uh, what? Now we're back to the exploitation, which I understand. What's natural about coercion in any form? Okay, get over, get back on your mic. Now you're getting far away from it. Well, I was yelling. I think that. Um, can you repeat the question, please? What's natural about coercion? <laughs> Um, I think it's that, again, the queen, aunt, or whatever wants to sit there and eat and have babies and would like other people to do the shit work. And so that's just what we naturally and do. ants have a natural order. Yeah? Okay. But electing or the nobody queen elected England, the dude, queen or the queen of england but that's what i'm saying like I just okay, got, okay no I one just, elected the queen Anne. i just got she finished reading a book it, just like uh, queen, just the queen of got england finished finish reading a book about the amazon called the lost city of z it's great but the whole idea is that these primitive cultures when they go when you know europeans or white explorers would go in there they were baffled by this concept that all these villages were were groups of four or five hundred people with one dude in charge and their whole purpose was to protect what they had and if anybody encroached into their area they would attack and kill them and that's been the history of human society for ten thousand years and most animals like we're saying now and most here's animals. what i buy from about what brent's saying is maybe we've evolved past that no we have not or but hopefully we'll, one day we will why okay, do you so say we're, that no, we're close to it oh my god look around i mean there's so many inept dumb people that don't even i mean god we still have tribes that so murder virgins stupid. 
No, no, no. Okay, I don't mean dumb. I mean uneducated, um, totally be no fast food, but all right. uninformed. What? There'd be no fast food, but okay, let's yeah, kill the no, stupid. Yeah, no, exactly. But no, I'm, I'm saying like even primitive. I'm talking primitive. Forget dumb. That was a stupid thing to say. I should not have said that. What I mean is primitive. We still are very primitive in comparison to what we hopefully will be. And it's not going to happen in our lifetimes for damn sure. Just because what of that, like, the- we literally still have tribes in this world that, you know, do crazy ass shit just because they have, they don't know better. They're so primitive. Yeah. Like, like, like <laughs> self mutilation and those ladies that put the, you know, plates in their Forget lips all that, Stephanie. I just read an article today children. about some dudes in Louisiana, in Bossier right, City, these yeah. old guys that are getting together to form a militia against... God and, knows and who they're thinking yeah. of fighting against. And they but will pop up it's and they primitive. can be addressed through the laws of the community. No, what you're what you're th- saying is great. And hopefully, you know, it is going to be like a thousand years. I'm not I mean, saying it's, it can happen tomorrow. Because we've already I know that so it much. Can't. You know, we've already evolved so much just in the last hundred years. But to say that naturally we're just going to fuck ourselves is... Right now. Well, or naturally anytime. we do have a history of that and that's as what a human we species. So which, is what, which is the positive thing about capitalism it's less than 100 years old and it's going to eventually screw itself which will lead to what i'm talking about hopefully well yeah. what, 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 as i was giving you the question and making the point about nature and all that kind of stuff what occurred to me was even the fact that your brain controls your body but your brain is also made up of smaller parts your brain mm-hmm. is made up of small cells i like this idea and and that also led me to a good analogy, which, in my mind, government is keeping the body alive with external means, not with the brain. It's with the bypass machine and with the ventilator. To me, that's the role of government in our lives, is to keep us alive through external means rather than natural means. I still think, I mean, in general, it keeps us, because they're still, like we said, even in our country, this primitive mindset um, is they're they're alive and well. And if there's not something to say, if you do that, you know, you're going to get in trouble, then they would just do it a lot more than they do now. All right, I'm not following that. But. Um, like we, without having any kind of a government control that says it's basically like the, the parent. There is government. So you're yeah. so you're not in favor of an elimination of all leadership. I'm in just for uh, more authority that can be legitimized. That's what we keep coming back to. Yeah, because, because we want how that do you in legitimize theory. Yeah, we government. Don't. If my voice from my neighborhood and my workforce is being heard in. First of all, it only needs to be heard in my community until something that happens maybe statewide. And then the council from my community who works with me, um, who participates where I live and comes back there and does the same work I'm doing, I can trust that voice a lot more but, than a voice who never lives here, never works here, and has nothing to do with me. Okay, what That's, more do you want besides uh, a one vote? Do you want two votes? Do you want six votes? I mean, how many votes do you as an individual want to have... I don't have any right now. You you do have. You could fill out a ballot, and you're. I didn't vote for Halliburton stealing my money. Okay, so I can't decide where my tax dollars go. Yeah, but there's no. We have millions and millions of people. We can't go around and like send a questionnaire to everybody. We can if the voice of the community decides where they want their money to go. But well, a, a, but they can do that also with their actual spending. A, yeah, which cap, they definitely a, do not want to do. Really, again, because they want say, the niceties in life. Like I what can't I said stop earlier. paying my taxes because I disagree with the war in taxes, Afghanistan. But you that's sure can't choose not to buy the cheap shit that all those companies are producing, and instead spend a lot more money on someone who made it up the street and I sacrifice do do things in your life. 
I, I don't and know. Like you, people are willing to give up. Other, the, the whole idea of boycotts. Included. Boycotts work. I think that, mm-hmm. that if if I get a right. thousand people to protest, and in this country you still have the right to stand on the street corner and protest pretty much anything you want. You can stand as long as you're not blocking a fire exit or some crazy like that. Your voice can be heard. It's it may be you're a right. little tough, but it, you're you can right. Do and it. that's what like when you said it's of all the time, countries, it's impossible. Like you could push anything you wanted through, and I I've seen that stuff done. My mom used to be very active yeah. in the city government without actually being on the thing. But it takes so much time and effort and like knowledge to get in there and do that that you which leads to the unnatural means of our government keep who distract us by the relationship they have with corporate America corporate but it's not how, they, let me finish it's us. corporate America this is manufactured consent this isn't actual consent we are bombarded every day with bullshit on tv that until we're convinced that that's what we actually need industrial psychologists have proven this for years that our our artificially created wants have become more important to us than our genuine needs Absolutely. so how can we have informed consent if that's the case well that's where i'm saying like we're just not evolved past that people blindly fall for that and are totally fine with that you know which is a bummer but hopefully as time goes on you know well, there are small examples of what I'm talking about that do exist and are functioning fine. Yeah, it's on a small scale, um, but it does work. And I think uh, I think we're ready to start looking that direction. I agree that it can't happen in this country tomorrow, but we can stop um, giving power away. We can start reclaiming but everyone doesn't want to be involved all the time you know and that's where you get into trouble so then they say okay well we're gonna let you know ted who's the head of the block deal with the block party every year and we're just going to go to it because that's what we like the best and that just translates to everything and so you're not going to get a hundred percent of not a, tomorrow, any community no. probably well, ever just because i mean some people are just you know busy taking care of their babies and, and you can still whatever. be busy living your life any way you want to. let me see if i could break this down we got about um, two minutes left here I could break down your philosophy as to the solutions, number one would be less corporate involvement or removal of corporate involvement from politics, right? Like that without be- a without a voter's voice, no, there okay. should not be any. And then number two, more involvement from the common quote common people, like just the normal people, instead of sitting back and letting Ted go do that it, you bulk, go with Ted to, right. to, to that the bulk of the governing is done at the lowest levels, not the top. Okay. And I think, you know, honestly, I think all three of us would agree that the, the, Those the are both corporate influence that, yeah. on Washington is retarded and yeah. ridiculous and just completely and unelected. Il- Check illegal this out. I have, and not elected. Okay, yeah, right. yeah. Well, I have an idea. Like, I think that um, the, that when the elections come, that there shouldn't be allowed to be any paid anything, that the TV station should have to be um, forced to, like, give them free time, like a debate, a debate, a debate, whatever. No commercials, no print anything, only, like, interviews and newspapers and those debates, and it would all be funded by the government it's equal and there's no you know companies right there's no, no corporate yeah and that's it like that's it well, the, and everyone sits around and watches it. this latest supreme court decision is is exactly the opposite of that now we talked about this a couple <laughs> weeks ago now corporations have a bigger voice and not just american corporations but foreign corporations can influence uh, american politics but i i've been seeing a groundswell of interest not just from the left but from the right as well saying this is not this is not cool this is not going to work so there is a chance that that hmm. when the people realize what it just happened with the supreme court i think a lot of people might might because honestly i don't think anybody unless they work 
at the top of Halliburton is going to go, yeah, I love the idea of Halliburton being able to buy an election. That's Nobody what I don't understand. Because the agrees with that. It's just been deceived. They run by people. We've been deceived into not knowing and that that's yet, the that's case. And yet, that's what's been happening for you. But, but that also goes back to the, just your <clears throat> argument. Like, it's run by people. And those people knowingly are doing what they're doing. It's not It's not a monster. It's I mean, there are human simple. beings. It's not that yeah, simple. Yeah, but it's people with billions and billions of dollars that have more resources than the average the person they're making choices, does. you know? And they know what they're doing. I mean, they're not... Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah. So we remove the tendencies that would lead to absolute power. Um, we keep if you do it from the bottom up, it's less likely. I'm not saying that it can't happen, but it's less likely to happen. I agree with you. I just think that it's impossible anytime soon because we're not evolved nearly to that state. Well, I don't all. think it's impossible to start trying. Yeah. I don't think it's impossible to start thinking that direction. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe we're not, some of us. I think are on the road to evolving to that. I think if people were given proper information, a lot more could be evolved to that point. I just keep thinking like, what if you're stuck somewhere you don't want to be because you don't like how it's run, but we can talk about that another time. Excellent. But what if you're outnumbered? Then you're outnumbered. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks Brent. I think, I think I I feel, I feel like I I feel like anyway, democracy though. You, you're, you had a voice back here. You had a vote as the music rose. And you lost. Right. But what if it's something like that really affects my way of life and how I believe life should be lived? Then keep tooting your horn till you get it passed. So anyway, so our corporate sponsors are nobody right now. So that's good. <laughs> we don't have to thank anybody. But thanks. I thought uh, it was Atari because you had an Atari. Because I'm wearing my Atari sweatshirt. <laughs> thanks to everybody for listening and uh, continue to listen to us if you can on iTunes or uh, send us an email. UrbanUnderachiever at Yahoo.com. Tell us what you think about this episode. Give us some ideas for next week. We usually decide a couple of days in advance. Sometimes we wait till the day of, but we'll see. But uh, again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>